research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. And today we continue with our survey research. In the last two episodes, we talked about the reflective and formative measurements of a latent construct. There is a contradiction with these two methods, and I think it is very important that you distinguish between those. I want to tell you, however, that it is not so easy, and many advanced researchers, those who are for many years in the field, they still cannot differentiate between the formative and reflective items. And I had the same issue. You sometimes find a nice questionnaire somewhere in a paper, and you understand that actually it is not completely correct to use the questionnaire in this form. For instance, we have different questionnaires for dynamic capabilities, and one of them is Lee and Liu, 2013, I think, um, Journal of Business Research, GBR. And the second one was by Wilden, uh, Gudragan, and the other colleague, I cannot remember, it was 2014, I think it was long-range planning. And they use pretty similar questions, they ask about the three aspects of a dynamic capability, which is sensing capacity, seizing capacity, and reconfiguration capacity. And for each of these items, they developed different questions. So the first one related to your ability to sense that something happened, to notice change. The second one, your ability to make a timely and market-oriented decision. And finally, your capability to or capacity to implement this solution into your business processes. And the interesting thing is the approach, while Lee and Liu, at least to the best of my understanding, they used a reflective approach, assuming that sensing, season, reconfiguration are correlated and they are different reflections of a dynamic capability, then Wilden, Gudragan and colleagues, they decided that this is a formative contract, because Without sensing, seizing reconfiguration would make no sense. And actually, there is nothing apart from sensing, seizing, and reconfiguration, at least based on the theories and based on the evolutionary logic of the concept. And this is always a problem for me. If you use the different items, they both work well, they have great data, they show that the question works, so you can apply one of these questionnaires. But it's really hard to argue, even for me it is hard to understand who was wrong, who was wrong and who was right. At the moment I think it is more a formative nature of a dynamic capability, that you have the sensing, season and reconfiguration capacity. But many would argue, no, it is the reflection, and if you have the dynamic capability, then we will see this reflection in your sensing capacities, in your season capacities and in your reconfiguration capacities. As you see, it is not as easy, and for many times, I, when I work in questionnaires, I ask my students whether it is a direct measurement or whether it is a reflective measurement. Another example of the paper where I think that the researchers could have understood the concept wrongly is the one by Haslam and Fisk. I think it was 1999 where they developed the questionnaire for the relational models. The questions are great, but I had problems with the questionnaire, and I'm pretty sure that these were the formative items and not the reflective ones, because they describe all different aspects of different nature and they all form a relational models, but do not reflect them. Although, 
You can also say that they are reflecting the relational models. It exists there. That is why we see the reflection, for example, how people divide their work. As you see, it is not as easy, but you have to understand that the clearer you are, the easier it will be for you to develop a good research model. And the easier it will be to measure things correctly. Because if you work with the reflective measures, they are just reflecting. You can apply the exploratory and confirmatory factor analysis that things are correlated this fine. In the event of a formative contract, you have to apply regressions in order to form the final contract because these things they are forming, they're creating your contract of measurement. And they don't have to be correlated. For reflective measures, the correlation of items, the crossbox alpha, the discriminant and convergent validity are the key issues which you have to investigate. In the event of formative methods, you are not interested at all. They don't have to be correlated. They can, but they shouldn't. In this event, you look for the variance inflation factor and how much variance you explain with one or the second one. So it is important that you understand what is the difference and try to approach this measurement also correctly. It is not easy, but if you have any questions, leave them in the comments section down below. In the next episodes, we are going to talk more about the measurements and the questionnaires. Wish you all the best. Bye-bye.